we'll do chapter 28 guru charitra it says actions and consequences which is called the law of cause and effect which is nothing but karmic loops you know when you are doing karma what is a what is it that happens how it happens this chapter narrates the story of a harijan turned brahmin who was first unwilling to go back to his home but soon sank back into delusion again when the holy ash that is bhasma was washed off his body he went back home along with his wife and children merely forgetting all that had happened just a little earlier siddhamuni told namdarak that the matang who now blessed with brahmanic knowledge ashri narsimha saraswati to let him know why he was born as a chandala in this birth while he was a brahmin in the former life gurunath explained in detail the rules governing karma and its consequences fruits as well as retributions while three vikrama bharati and all present listened with rapt attention siddhamuni began narrating gurunath's explanation the caste in which one is born is determined by his higher karmas that is past karmas actions and conducts good actions lead to higher birth birth in higher caste and sinful and bad actions lead to birth in the lower caste or even in subhuman species brahmin is predominantly satvik or pure serene and tranquil temperament he has a special duty and a role in the society he is the spiritual custodian of the people of all communities he has the great responsibility of looking after the spiritual well-being of all just as it devolves onto the eldest son in the family to take all care and responsibility for the material and the general well-being of all his younger brothers and sisters in the family he has to observe strict discipline perform all prescribed rituals as well as per as per the vedic injunctions and his conduct should be model and example for all others his daily rituals are for the well being of all for that high purpose the brahmin has to consecrate his entire life that is why brahmins of yore were ranked as equal to gods and even the rulers and the kings used to honor them as such if a brahmin fails in the discharge of the ordained duties he will slide down to birth in the lower caste apart from the duties ordained there are also actions prohibited If a Brahmin indulges in any prohibited action he gets born in the lower caste or even as an animal or maybe even as a lowly creature Gurunath listed many acts of omissions and commissions which caused a Brahmin to be born as a chandala He told the matang that because he ill-treated his parents in the previous life he was born as a chandala in this life among the many sins listed which caused the downfall of men that is durgati in contrast to sadgati especially of the brahmins the following are some a forsaking the guru and the parents and ill treating them b forsaking the wife and the children c committing adultery theft etc even sensuous thought about other women are as much a sin d killing animals or inflicting the least suffering upon them e separating away the calf from its mother non observance of injunctions regarding food failure to pro- perform the shraddha ceremony to the departed souls that is ancestors and forebears of the family for forebears of the family indulging in slanderous talk especially blasphemy against the vedas deities and gods turning away guests and not offering them food 
refusing to give drinking water to thirsty people indulging in iconoclasm that is breaking of idols and causing damage to temples and places of worship or fouling tanks wells and rivers non observance of the nitya vidhis that is the daily obligatory duties enjoined on one i shall come back to them once i finish the chapter so maybe uh, the chapter is quite big so i think i shall stop over here and i shall tell you what exactly it means see what happens is in our in our material world we are on a day to day performing certain actions now those actions are done consciously or unconsciously whichever way that actions are happening they happen in either of these ways it so happens that when we are talking we, we may speak something blasphemous or something bad unknowingly as well knowingly or unknowingly whichever way you speak that can cause a lot of problems because it creates a loop in the system which is called the karma which you will anyway have to go and you know you will have to bear that problems associated with the karma so what he has done is what namdarak has done is he has listed out a few of these things now when we started this chapter at that time we have come from the last chapter where he was talking about this particular chandala means a person from a lower caste by the way so matang matang again is a person who is again from the lower caste now he was a brahmin in the previous life of his And then what happens why does he turn into this kind of a person so the question that was directed towards him was why these kind of things happened it is always possible that the first the most important thing that he has said the durgati sadgati to durgati sadgati means something which is a positive thing which is going to take you upwards durgati is that which is going to take you downwards that means when you are performing a particular karma there are certain karmas which can make you rise higher and there are certain karmas which can make you go lower now rise higher and lower means what higher in the system of this life like uh, whereas uh, lower means going into animal bodies bodies of insects so on and so forth you have to go through those kind of births higher births could be as a man in the man he can be a shudra right up to the brahman brahman is the lower of brahma which means the one who knows the truth in today's day and age there are hardly any brahmins left like i said so what happens is why does this happen so he has given a few of these especially the brand the following are some forsaking the guru and the parents and ill treating them what do you mean by forsaking the guru what happens is a guru is somebody who has found you not the other way around so what happens is it is like as if he has given birth to you the guru when he gives you the first time when he gives you the guru mantra or the kan mantra or whatever that he has given is a initiation as we call it it is nothing but a new life has been granted to you it is as if now think about it do you remember anything from your past life the answer will be no i don't remember anything so in this life yes i remember what has happened right up till today i was born then this happened i was born over here this is the date this happened this happened this ha- you will keep on saying me you know telling me different different stories about 
what has happened in this life of yours when you meet your guru when he initiates you at that point in time you are called the twice born basically you have taken birth for the second time so he becomes your parent he becomes literally everything in your world at that point in time you do not have any past knowledge about your past life past life means before you got initiated before you got initiated you might be an person x and now you have become person y so then what exactly has happened during the time of initiation he performs the death rites of your previous life that is the life that you were leading till that particular point in time he has cut the bonds of the previous life you do not have any relationship with your father mother whoever that is there from that day onwards you become a new person with a new life with a, yes of course a new name also if possible so all this has happened so when you forsake him it is like forsaking your parents now why is he seen forsaking the guru and the parents and ill treating them means what in the normal material world if you forsake your parents you are doing a grave sin you should not leave them you should not throw them to the winds those who are in the spiritual realm they should not forsake the guru because basically he has become their parent forsaking the wife and children the wife and children can should never be forsaken because they are basically dependent on you now in the past they were, the wife was a housewife basically and children were there dependent on their father in today's day and age it has turned complete reverse where the woman is taking care of the household and the man is basically not working outside many of the household this is the case all right so today the same law may not be valid the law could be that forsaking the husband also and the children so it could it could turn into a different direction altogether so that is the reason why today the law is valid for women as well as men as well hmm? so what happens is it's our duty it's our duty which we have to fulfill and that is the reason why it has to be done like that committing adultery theft etc even sensuous thought about other women as such are sin adultery is committed when you are see when you are married to one all right then you do something with another one that is called adultery that means even a thought of another one can cause adultery in a person killing animals and inflicting the least suffering upon them uh, or inflicting the least suffering upon them now what happens is there are those people who uh, who are the butchers now butchers they have what is called as their duty but people who kill animals otherwise also like the black buck killing and all that which has happened those are not sanctioned by the law killing anything in this material world is not sanctioned by the spiritual laws in this world you understand knowingly or unknowingly also separating away the calf from his mother the calf is dependent on the mother like that children are dependent on the mother or father or whatever so taking them away from them is a very grave sin all right so this is something which we have to see non observance of injunctions regarding food if we ill treat food if we ill treat food means what 
if you are taken something in the thali better play, pay respect to it eat it fully you cannot throw something away you may say you know that oh i am keeping it for the ants or i am keeping it for the <laughs> birds <laughs> no that is not the way if you want to keep it for the birds why you want to leave from your thali why not give them separately okay you can give them separately that is allowed but throwing throwing food or injunctions regarding food means what at certain point in time where you have to follow a certain strict norms about your food habits see even in the material world sugar is forbidden for diabetes patients isn't it it's a norm it's a norm you will find that the doctor will 100% tell you sugar should not be eaten all those things right here also in the spiritual world there are certain norms certain things cannot be eaten certain things can be eaten certain things have to be eaten at a particular point in time you can say spirituality is all about the material being as well as the spiritual world as well so maybe you know if we have too many of the gaseous stuff we can have problems as well so the the defining rules of this is that you need to have control over your tongue all right the idea is that the tongue has to be always under control you need not keep on eating for the sake of eating so certain laws have been written all right failure to perform the shraddh ceremony to the departed soul ancestors and the forebears of the family we have shraddh means the ceremony which we perform at the 13th 13 day somewhere it is 8 day somewhere it is 38th day different parts of india they perform this kind of death ceremonies after you know few days this has to be performed because we are offering oblations to the pitras the pitras are the dead souls so we have to offer them if you want to get release you need to offer them to your forefathers also and this is a must turning away guests and not offering them food if there are some people who have come to your place you should offer them food water or some simple things to eat all right it is very very important it's ex- it's very very essential if there is a puja in your house or if there is a ceremony in your house it is important that you feed everybody over there that means you may have some guests coming in some people working whatever you need to feed them this is very very important otherwise this can cause a very big problem in your world turning away guests and not offering them food refusing to give drinking water to a thirsty person i don't need to elaborate on that indulging in breaking of idols what happens is we think that the other person's god is not right so we want to break their idols and there are some people in this world who break the idols and they make some very big monuments out of it that is not a done thing you should honor and respect everybody's god see please understand it's like you are respecting that other person's survival in this world isn't it everybody has to live in this world so we have to give them their space and time and everything isn't it in the same way there are people who do not believe in other people's religion we need to give them that much amount of space and causing damage to temples and places of worship or fouling tanks wells and rivers non observance of the nitya vidhis that is the daily obligatory duties enjoined on one what are the daily obligatory duties now let us say for example in today's day and age we do not know the 
you know the pujas that are to be done during the sandhya like today now uh, it's nearly 5:30 this could be the time when you perform those kind of pujas now hardly anybody remembers those then what are the duties that need to be done suppose there are elderly people in the family okay they are your parents or your grandparents first and foremost in the household they need to be served food first whether you like it or not children have to come next and then you can give to your near and dear ones and lastly you can serve yourself this is this pattern this is just one of the things i am telling you there are also things like now if there is a puja in the family it is important to touch the feet of the elders it's a very very important and these are certain things which are called nitya vidhis today in this today's nitya vidhis are not the ones which were there in the past because people hardly remember or know those things we don't know all right gurunath lists many types of sins and their consequences such as after life in hell birth involving congenital infirmities like birth blindness lameness etc and birth as an animal reptile or a worm etc trivikram bharati asks sri narsimha saraswati as to what are the prayaschit rites or atonement rites or methods by means of which one can absolve himself of the sins that he has committed gurunath then explained the prayaschit vidhis that is the methods of atonement for the sins committed he says as follows sincere and heartfelt repentance prayer to the almighty god who is the karma faladata that is the dispenser of the results of the karma for forgiveness and abstinence from further sinful conduct will mitigate to a large extent the retributive effect of the sins to absolve oneself completely from the consequence of the sins prayaschit rites are prescribed in the shastras but they will be effective only when they are performed in the true spirit of repentance and with reformation and rectitude in the conduct of the person doing the prayaschit prayaschit means you will find that sometimes people think that going to some temple and offering something to the gods over there a prayaschit can be done we are doing it for the sake of doing you will find that there isn't any person in this world today who will say that i am sorry the word sorry doesn't come true there is no sorrow in this world nobody is sorry for anything okay when we say thank you we are saying th- okay thank you i mean this is the type of thank you we do thank you means the thanks has to come from within the heart same way the sorrow the sorry has to come from right inside the heart it doesn't come and that is the reason why he says that kind of retribution is going to be there but the repentance that is how do we repent 99% of the time it is not going to be there repentance is not there you believe it is due to you many people they may say sorry but they believe that it is due to them something is due to them it's like when you are sitting in a train or a plane or something like that you know what happens the seats are very narrow and you cross your legs so the person in front he gets kicked or something happens so the person looks behind at you and what you do you say sorry but your sorry is actually not a sorry why because you are believing that your sorry has come just for the heck of it why the reason being you believe that the airline has done injustice to you 
by giving you such narrow and cramped seats. You are blaming the airline and saying sorry to this person. It is important to actually feel the sorry that comes out of it. Alright? The sorry is very very important. But that doesn't happen. And that is the reason why it is mentioned that this repentance in today's day and age nobody is repenting. They believe that they own this world. Alright? So, the karma phala data. Karma phala data. Karma, jo karma hum karte uska fal dene wala. The one who gives this fal. Fal means the fruit. So, this prayaschit ceremonies, prayaschit means the reason why you have to get out of it. Atonement. The atonement ceremonies are a must. But, Again, atonement doesn't happen. So, even if we take into account, you have atoned for it, it's very doubtful. Gurunath explained various Prashtit rites, some of which are penitence, fasting and prayers. Anybody doing serious prayers? <laughs> People are looking with one eyes here and there while doing prayers. Okay? The prayers are also such, you know, like Somebody is going to miss the line, the other person is going to look at the person. Ah, iska matlab kya Aage kya hai? We don't even remember the lines. We don't remember what is to be said. Where is the prayer? We are doing it for the sake of doing. So prayers are important. It's like a focused attention on the divine. Focus, one single pointed attention on the divine. Praising the divine. Fasting. Fasting means pure fasting. Not eating some fruits in the middle. No, that is not fasting. That is adjustment. No adjustment in this case. You have to be very particular about fasting. Pilgrimage to holy places and bathing in the holy rivers. Today, I, I, I challenge you to go and bathe in the Ganga. <laughs> you will not want to bathe in the Ganga because all dead bodies, all dirt, all mud... Every year they come up with a Ganga cleanup plan and every few years. Every government says we want to clean up the Ganga and they have 5000 crores and I don't know how many crores they keep on saying. But the Ganga never becomes clean. <laughs> it is the dirtiest of the river. But then again, taking bath in the river is a must. To remove, absolve of all the sins. We do not have such kind of rivers. Okay. So what you do is take a little bit of water and put it on your head. Does not really matter. Little water is okay. You can go and shampoo it later on. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> all, the, all the dirt from your hair will go away. But this action is important. Giving gifts in charity like cow, gold, money, etc. <laughs> Giving gifts doesn't mean, you know, chalo, I will give my own children or I will give somebody in the family. No, no, you will say charity begins at home, so better I will give it to my own self. Giving gifts. In the ancient times, there were Brahmanas that you gifted. Gifted the Guru, gifted the Ashramas, you know. These kind of gifts are given. You will find that today people go to these big, big temples and they put money in the hundi over there. I don't know where it goes, but wherever it goes, you know it goes to the wrong places. What is important is, it has to go to the right place. Huh? Kruchra or Chandrayana Vratas. 
So these are certain vratas that we do. What is this? New moon day, full moon day, amvasha, all these kind of things that are there. There are those different kinds of eclipses. Eclipses. They are sub- we are supposed to throw out all the water that is there before the eclipse and after the eclipse the new water is to be drunk. We don't. Uh, we have, yeah, yeah, grahan. So we don't want to do all those things. You know what we do? Oh, I have got that bottled water. That water is clean anyway. No germs are going to go inside that. So we think that germs are going because the bottled water has come from some factory. <laughs> it's nothing like that. The water means that water which is contaminated by the rays of those particular, it is a harmful things. But we do not trust, we do not believe in those kind of things in today's day and age. Chanting of the Gayatri Mantra. Ask anybody today, do they remember the Gayatri Mantra 10,000 times? Forget 10,000 times, one time to say it correctly. They, they will have lisps, you know. The words are never going to be correctly pronounced. Uh, I was there a few days ago with somebody and we were talking about the names of something. Okay. And the person was trying desperately to say the right words. He's not able to. In today's day and age, our ucharan, ucharan means the way we speak the words, is not perfect, is imperfect. Our tongue rolls. <laughs> Your tongue rolls. We do not know the right kind of the punches that are to be given. Punches means there are certain things. If you see the language, which is the Sanskrit language, you will find that there are those timbers. Timber is the, the dot which is there. Have you seen? Notice the, the way the pronunciation has to be done. Those who know French will understand how French is to be spoken. Uh, if you if you see in French, it has the acute, the grave, the sadila. You know, I don't know whether you all know these things. So these are the acute, the grave. Acute is this way, grave is this way. Diphthong. Diphthong is joining of the two words. Okay. C sadila. C is like this with a with another tail going like this. Why why do they have this? Pronunciations have to be perfect. Next time you, you stand in front of a Frenchman and try to understand what he is talking. Nothing is going to go in your head. <laughs> the French is one of the very tough languages to understand. Okay. So these are pronunciation, these are the punches. So the right kind of mantras have to be said. So Gayatri is one of the most perfect mantra. People hardly remember or know how to say. So that was one of the methods. Rendering of service to others and especially to the Guru. Rendering of the service to others and especially others means elders, okay? Those who deserve to be given respect and those who deserve to be rendered service and to the Guru. Why this? Because right from ancient times. The only father and mother would be your guru, isn't it? If you have met your guru, then he is your only father and mother. You don't have any other relation in this world. Alright? Observance of Krucha includes fasting for three days, followed by sustaining oneself on milk, for the next three days on ghee for further three days, etc. 
very nice to read difficult to follow okay those who are weak are permitted to eat gingerly seeds otherwise what is prescribed is water in which soaked either ashwatha or banyan banyan leaves or lotus flowers or darba grass etc very nice to read we can only read and we can go ahead can we go ahead i don't want to hear this part <laughs> Okay the chandrayana vrata begins with fast on the new moon day taking one morsel of food the next day and increasing one morsel of food every day afterwards from full moon day onwards again decreasing by one by one morsel of food every day and with a total fast again on the new moon day one morsel of food one big burger is okay <laughs> until the full moon day i can i think you can have the entire meal all the big meal if you want okay with the double patty and all that <laughs> so we will say one one morsel that is one morsel only no jagged jones so through gayatri homa and the ved veda parayana also as much merit is earned by doing this vratas gayatri homa is another very beautiful prayer which is very very important which we need to do but again nobody does it nowadays veda pa, pra, uh, you know parayana the vedas they have to be recited somebody has to keep on doing this day and night today day and night vedas nobody knows we stay at kashi for a month okay hilton is there or hayat is there okay four seasons let us go if we have four seasons over the people would love to do that okay yes i would get morning breakfast i get services laundry is there uh, swimming pool is there i would love to do that <laughs> today's day and age staying one month in kashi out of question all right why because kashi by itself though kashi actually in the real terminologies kashi is the place where we meditate what is wifi can you hear me you can no i don't know what she is writing so kashi is a place where meditation is to be done the those who understand the forms of meditation will tell you people will say do the meditation in the sahasrahar you must have heard people talk about this you do the meditation on the sahasrahar chakra actually it means something like that to stay in kashi is to meditate on the sahasrahar this is the thousand petal lotus that is there we meditate on every individual leaf that particular corolla you know that small leaf of that petal we have to do that it is extremely tough to do that so that is the reason why it is extremely tough to this do this kind of things a bath in the setu bandhan absolves the sense of causing death of a brahman and the like setu bandhan a place where this kind of things are actually there are many setus all right not only in kashi there are setus all over india lesser rivers are there lesser setus are there bandhan means what bonding crossing you know the crossing of the river all right 
when two three rivers are crossing each other that particular place all right that place sustaining oneself with one single and limited meal a day and reciting the purusha purusha sutta for 6 months will absolve one of all his sins those who have crossing 50 and above or 55 60 they should cut down their meals they should it is important to cut down the meals the meals should be only in the first half of the day that is basically till 6 630 you can have your meals after that you need to cut them down the reason being that the body really does not have the sustaining capability in ancient times people used to have one single meal only all these sages and these great people in this they used to have one single meal only so that is the reason why purusha sukta again purusha sukta is a very important suktam suktam is a, a, a number of lines or praises of a particular a uh, god goddess and all that that is there it is there in the vedas the recital of narayan Up- narayan upanishads this is ex- extremely important vishnu suktam etc will absolve one of the sins committed in countless former lives before starting to do the prayaschitta one should begin by sipping panchagavya that is after fasting on the previous night panchagavya is a mixture of cow's milk urine dung ghee curd and water in which is dipped the kosa grass Yes I can see the expression on your face. <laughs> so you can imagine if this is the thing that you got to do. The poop. Hello. So panchagavya are those things like cow's milk, urine, dung, ghee etc that has to be dipped in the bhusa blood, grass and it is sanctified by the chant of the mantras and preferably also blessed by the guru or the priest. Okay, all the above rites are very potent means by means by which one can absolve the sins done knowingly or in ignorance. Many of the things are done in ignorance, isn't it? Because we hardly know whether we are doing things properly or no. We are doing everything in ignorance alone. Um, Brito, is everybody on? Because I can't see anybody. Is everybody there? No. Hmm? They can hear. Okay, good, good. Because in my my computer everything is frozen. I don't see anything. They think then they, yeah, yeah, Padma's. All right. Yeah, I think she dropped off. Yeah. All right. So, all the above rites are very potent means by which one can absolve the sins done knowingly or in ignorance. Gurunath after explaining the implications of the karma and the consequences told the matang again that as he in his previous life ill treated his parents he was born as a chandala in the present life he then advised him to go to the bhima amraja sangam and take the purificatory bath there by which his sins would be expiated and he would be born as a brahman in his next birth the matang prayed that as he had already been transformed into a brahman through the grace of gurunath and was also endowed with scriptural knowledge whereby he was able to win in the contest with the pandits gurunath should recognize and confirm him brahmanhood permanently and that he would not like to wait for the next birth of becoming a brahmin 
Shri Narasimha Saraswati tried to explain to him that as he was born in the birth from the womb of a Chandar woman, even though he has now endowed with scriptural knowledge, he could not get recognition as a true Brahmin. Uh, are we all here? Yeah, no? Okay. See, what happens is, even if you are purified, even this body of yours is become purified by means of certain ceremonies or rituals, you still have a problem in your world. The problem is that because you have taken birth through one particular parent, set of parents, you still retain that thing. So even if you are conferred, uh, you know, the great title, still that doesn't make you a Brahmin. Understand this. Hmm? True Brahminhood, besides being a birth in the Brahmin family, needs certain samskaras to be gone through and also certain disciplines and upbringing. Samskaras, that which we learn from our parents and our, it's like a heritage. It's like, it's coming from the past. It keeps on, we learn them. It doesn't happen on day one. We learn them. Alright? So they have to be learned and certain things, upbringing has to happen. A particular type of upbringing has to happen. Both are very much necessary as that he would be merited from them, them in the next birth with his blessings. Sri Narasimha Saraswati further gave the illustrations of Vishwamitra who was born as a Kshatriya. This, I think this story I have already uh, quite a number of times I have said. He was born as a Kshatriya and then he had a fight with Vashishtamuni. Later on he, turned, he was given that blessing of turning into a Brahman. So, and though austerities and penance attained spiritual powers and eminence, could not get recognition as a Brahmin because of his birth. However, on the advice of Vashishtarishi, when he was virtually burned down his body by the hot rays of the sun and grew a new skin and body, he got recognition as a Brahmarishi. The Matang was, however, not reconciled and was still pestering Gurunath that he should get the recognition as Brahmin there and there itself. Sometimes, are we there? Yeah. So sometimes it so happens that insistence is there. I want this right away. I want this right away. So many people have this insistence. Uh, Bitter, we are there, no? Online. You can hear me? Okay. Because the net is coming and going and coming and going. I don't know what to do. All right. So, at that juncture, the Matang's wife along with the children came over. She saw him and went close to him. The Matang wanted to drive her away and started beating her. The woman started weeping and crying and prayed to Sri Narasimha Saraswati to make her husband stop beating. Sri Narasimha Saraswati asked one of his disciples to call one Lubda, a Brahmin, but without any Vedic learning and who earned his livelihood by doing all sorts of lowly tasks. Sri Narasimha Saraswati asked him to pour water over the body of Matang and to give him a full bath. When the water was poured over the matang, it washed away all the basma applied on his body earlier. Along with the basma, the scriptural knowledge which the matang obtained earlier also disappeared and was lost totally from his memory. The matang became as he was before, the same ungenerate being. He was seized with the moha and the delusion and seeing his wife and children, ran to them totally forgetting whatever had happened earlier. Thus ends the 28th chapter of Sri Guru Charitra describing karma vipak akhanya Akhyanaram. Glory to the all-merciful, omnipresent and the ever-responsive Guru Nath. I will explain the last part of this chapter. This is extremely important for you to understand. 
फर्स्ट एंड फॉरमोस्ट वेन यू अटेन स्क्रिप्चुरल नॉलेज और स्पिरिचुअल नॉलेज डोंट गो एंड डिस्ट्रॉय इट विथ योर ओन हैंड्स बाय बिहेविंग इन अ वे ऑफ इंसिस्टेंस इंसिस्टेंस मीन्स वॉट इंसिस्टेंस मीन्स आई वॉन्ट इट लाइक दिस ओनली नो देर आर सर्टन थिंग्स दैट आर रिक्वायर्ड इन दिस वर्ल्ड टू डू यू हैव टू गो थ्रू प्रोसेसिस the processes and the procedures are extremely important we cannot have things happening on day one itself things have to happen in a slow and a steady manner so what happens is suppose if you have got gained scriptural knowledge or gained this kind of a spiritual knowledge kindly don't go and destroy it with your own hands by saying something wrong by doing some sort of wrong activities by calling out names to your guru remember those things which have happened in that or saying that you have now become a realized person or you have become a great person and this and that you are not allowed if you have become a realized person you should know humility you should know how to be humble don't go and talk about in this material world saying that i know what i am supposed to do you might have been the greatest thing on planet earth but understand this the place from where you have got the knowledge that place can completely eradicate that knowledge in one single stroke understand this this is an extremely important lesson we should never become haughty never have ego ahankara or never say that i can do this and i can do that don't even try to do that when the matang who has become who has been blessed to become a brahmin in the next life insists that he wants it here and now right here and now it cannot happen because the reason being there is a process and there is a procedure it is important to follow that so please follow it don't do insistence don't have insistence and because of that what happens is you may misbehave some of you have observed in the last few days there was a lot of misbehavior the thing was very clearly told that is the reason why this chapter it is i mentioned it to you very clearly over here forsaking the guru that is number 1 why is it number 1 you cannot come and talk bullshit you cannot come and say things which are wrong if you have been accepted in this you need to become very very gentle humble kind compassionate in nature you need to understand the do's and the don'ts of this world you need to have a very clear knowledge about the scriptures knowledge about the methodologies that are involved and behave in that manner the moment the ego stands up in one single stroke pouring water on that the entire thing can get washed out in one single stroke you can go back to where you came from this is a very dangerous thing to do because you again become if you recollect this person is a chandala chandala is from the lower caste he can turn back into the same person once again which the moment he starts beating his wife because he thinks that he has become a brahman so what does guru nanak do pours water on that person he again becomes the same old person 
going back to where he came from. So this is extremely important. It has to be followed. Processes are important. Procedures are important. Methodologies and techniques are extremely important. Being humble, not having insistence. Please do not have insistence that I want it here and now this way only. Don't have insistence. Everything will happen in its right time. So all these things need to be taken into account. So this chapter being a chapter which is about karma and karma. How the things happen in this material world has to be, you know, if you can possibly put this as a marker and keep it forever, it would be better. Because it, it's a very, very important chapter. Unless and until we follow that, the rules of karma, nobody can get out of it. Nobody in this world. Those who have come from one particular body have to follow the track that is laid out for the body. That means what? Suppose you have parents connected to the body, you need to give them respect. You need to, whether you like it or not, there are no two ways about it. So don't think, you know, my parents have not been good to me, so I don't want to be good to them. I'm sorry, you are not allowed that. You have to be good to them. There are no choices, sir. Again, there are certain rights, regulations, they have to be followed. Alright? So it is for your own goodness. It is for your own growth in the spiritual world. So it has to be followed. So I am going to stop over here and I will go and take up questions because I am sure there will be a lot of questions that you may have. So I will stop over here.